Welcome to today's eco-marketing podcast. Today's guest is Matt Leggett, fondly known to many as our modern-day Tarzan. Now, I say that with the most utmost respect. You see, Matt is an anthropologist and conservation leader who's working hands-on and sometimes literally in the jungle to support positive conservation outcomes at scale, while also ensuring the local livelihoods are supported. He has heroed breakthrough projects such as protecting an UNESCO World Heritage Site from deforestation, designing new approaches for reducing emissions from deforestation and degradation, and also advising country governments on climate policy. He has also co-authored a number of books and articles on topics for policymakers across five languages and advised with names familiar worldwide and to many of you, such as WWF, Wildlife Conservation Society, and the University of Oxford. Matt, I cannot thank you enough for joining our podcast today. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie. Great to be here. Thanks for your time. So as a modern hero for environmentalism, I thought I would change up our normal format a bit and pick your brain as a unique perspective for marketers. So here we go. Given your work on the ground, what is important for marketers to be thinking about now? Well, I think one of the key things that marketers need to realize uh, is their power. I think one of the things that uh, certainly I see from my perspective is the power that marketers have um, either to drive change within organizations, which are perhaps still learning how to do that, um, but also within the organizations where they are, where sustainability um, considerations are already on the top of the agenda, how they can really kind of speak to consumers and and drive change in a positive way. Um, so I think, I think you know, the, the whole concept of eco-marketing, while, while it seems kind of perhaps quite niche, is incredibly important right now. It's, a, it's one of the kind of key drivers of change within this space. Thank you. I love that message. And I, and I think you're right. I know a lot of our colleagues sometimes uh, feel like we're powerless when actually can be the change makers within an organization. So I have another question for you um, on a similar uh, area. What would you really like to tell marketers? So you're on the ground, you're making the changes. What do you think marketing should be doing more of? Or what would you really like marketing to just stop doing? Um, what would I like marketing to stop doing? I think a key thing from, from my perspective is you know, the need for honesty. I think it's really important um, during this kind of, um, you know, turbulent time that we're in right now, I would suspect that a lot of marketers feel under pressure to, to present their companies and their products in the best possible light. And perhaps sometimes that pressure leads them to make decisions which are, um, where perhaps they're not necessarily, they're kind of stepping over the line to perhaps kind of say things which aren't entirely true. And I think that the, the, the importance of honesty within marketing is really critical. I think it's really important for people to understand that there's, the perfect is the enemy of the good. I think it's okay to take consumers on a journey. It's okay to say, you know, hey, look, um, we're still trying to figure this out. And we're, you know, we're, we're trying to get to this point where our product is, is, is better and our, our, our footprint is greener. 
but we're, we're on a journey and we want you to be on that journey with us. I think the thing which drives me crazy is, uh, and you see this, unfortunately, a fair amount, is companies who, you know, will, will wrap a green product in plastic packaging or who will um, tell a very kind of selective part of the story to a consumer in order to sell the product when the consumer isn't stupid. They know that, you know, there, there's a footprint and a, and a negative impact to the product they may be buying as well. Um, and I think that can come across as disingenuous. And I thought, so I think it's really important to have, for, for marketers to really kind of be okay with the honesty, have courage to be honest about where you are on that journey and to take consumers with them on that, on that process. I like that. I think it's empowering for uh, myself and, and colleagues to hear that the perfect is the enemy of the good, you know, because it's, it's difficult to go out there and, and say you're on a journey. We had a, we had a recent podcast um, and the title of the company is a greenish neighbor and it's um, it's, it's, you know, local community, but the idea is again, be honest of where you are on the journey. So it's great to hear it from you, you know, when you're in these, these bigger projects, even. Um, do you have any, you know, with, with you and your colleagues, do you have any, uh, examples that you see in marketing that uh, are particularly good or, you know, that maybe are particularly bad examples that uh, you'd like to highlight for us? I think um, there are a lot of examples which, should we say, instead of being bad, could be an awful lot better um, and perhaps lead the consumer to confusion as opposed to clarity. So, you know, for example, um, there's been a bit of a drive recently within some um, drinks manufacturers to start producing um, drinks bottles out of out of paper instead of out of glass, um, particularly in the spirits industry. And, uh, you know, you're taking a product which is already packaged in one of the world's most recyclable materials, um, which is infinitely reusable, and you're putting it into a product which is made of paper largely, which comes from tropical rainforests, the pulp and paper, um, which has to have a plastic lining, um, which is very difficult to then recycle. And... From my perspective, what we're left thinking as kind of conservationists, environmentalists is, you know, why? Why would you, why would you make that decision? Um, and often that is a product of a pressure towards responding to a certain sustainability criteria. So, for example, I would imagine that the shift away from glass towards paper is because of a, a concern around, um, around carbon emissions and, and monitoring carbon emissions within, internally within the company which is fine and all, all well and understood, but it's a very difficult sell to a consumer who doesn't really understand that to be faced with a paper product with plastic on the inside of it when they've previously been used to picking up a glass product. And of course, the, the questions that come up are, well, how is this sustainable? Why does this make any sense? Like, why am I buying, why am I buying this? I think the best examples of, um, of eco-marketing come where almost the line between the company and the message uh, is is almost invisible so you know i'm really i'm a real fan of kind of um the move towards a kind of circular economy where products are uh, enter enter the marketplace they're used um, by the consumer and then they they re-enter the marketplace as something different later on down the line and so the, the kind of waste in that process is, is much reduced so um i think ikea are doing a brilliant job at the moment of of not only um bringing customers on the journey you know they're, they're very deliberately and iteratively taking, you know, they're going to re remove batteries, all, all non-recyclable batteries from their products. And then they're going to look at the, the wax in their candles and make sure it's not from palm oil. And then they're going to look at recycling furniture. And there's, 
they're not saying, you know, as a blanket approach, we are going to be the most sustainable furniture wholesaler in the world. They're very purposefully and deliberately ticking items off the list. And, um, and consumers get that. Like, I think, you know, I'm a consumer. I buy things from Ikea. Um, and I really appreciate their honesty. And, 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 I, and I, I do start to feel like the line between kind of the marketing of the product and the, the nature of the business has become very blurred. And that's a really nice place to be because it really starts to feel like you're, uh, you're on board with that, with that journey as a consumer. Sharing the message instead of creating the message from marketing, right? Absolutely. Um, from the company. It goes back to something you said just a second ago, you know, I, I, the importance of sustainable-ish. You know, I think there's, you know, everyone's sustainable-ish. You know, I, I work in conservation and environment. Am I perfect? God, no. God, are there more things I could be doing? Yeah, absolutely. You know, do I sometimes buy the product in the packaging which I think isn't great? Of course, you know, if we all do. That's that's the nature of human human behavior. Um, but sustainable-ish, you know, it, there are a thousand ways to, to start the journey towards better. Um, and I think, you know, I think marketing is a great vehicle for that journey. And I think that's one of its key key value adds at this point. Thank you. You've got such great messages for marketing and I want to summarize those. But before I do, you know, for the folks that know you personally, I think we always find inspiration in the work that you're doing. Is there a particular project that you could share with our listeners today? So I guess where I'm working right now is kind of at the intersect between um, landscapes, so the forests and, and oceans that you know we value so much, and the companies and products that come out of those those places. So my main focus right now is is really on trying to help companies on the ground have um, uh, both understand the impacts they have and reduce the impacts they have within their supply chains. So by the time that the products reach the shelves in supermarkets around the world. Um, everything that could be done has been done to try and minimize that impact. So um, I'm working on coffee a lot at the moment. Um, so around this large national park in, in Sumatra in Indonesia, um, working with 16 different companies to try and have a collaborative agreement, which has probably never been done before in Indonesia, to all come together uh, to set rules about how products can be sourced from that landscape in a way which means that not only one company is doing the right thing. It just means all companies are playing on the same level playing field. Um, so I think taking that approach and doing that globally is something I'm, I'm increasingly looking at doing. So coffee to beef to soy to palm oil to timber. So there's a number of different um, irons in the fire. But, but um, yeah, so it's an interesting time. It is. And you give us a lot to think about on our personal life, too, to think about uh, the work that you're doing. It's it's truly inspirational. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing for our planet and the, the information you've shared um, with our listeners today. Let me just do a summary for everybody on the call um, of some of the key points that I've uh, taken note of here. And the first is um, the power that marketing has within companies to reflect the change that's coming and to drive the change within the company as well. And um, I agree, it's probably more than marketers in many cases realize that they have, um, that they have a voice within the company as well as taking the messaging out of the good that's happening. Um, the second piece, which again aligns to some of the topics we've already talked about is despite sustainability being a really flooded space out there, that it's okay to be a part as sustainable-ish. 
um, and I'll quote you on sustainable-ish as a term, <laughs> that uh, that being honest um, with the consumers can, can build a, a lot of friendship and um, trust um, and just being clear on the journey that you're taking with the consumers um, that you have. And, um, and finally, that perfect is the enemy of good, of the good, right? That we just need to make the first step. And I think that that can be often difficult, but uh, hearing it from you and, um, and uh, reminding everybody on the call is, is great. So with that, we will make this a wrap. And remember, it's our individual micro decisions every day that collectively make a big difference. So what are you doing to be just a little greener in your marketing today? Thank you. Thanks very much.